0: Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show.
1: Hi, and welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. This show is designed to give you actionable, practical help and advice, which will improve your management skill and get the best results as a leader. Make sure, if you haven't already, to take the time to subscribe to the show so you will never miss this an episode and share it with anyone you think might enjoy the show. So without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Let's start this week's show with a question. What happens when life throws you a curveball? We all know that it's going to come at some point. But in this episode, I want to explore the career-changing events which are out of your control. But Matt, I plan for everything you're shouting. Yeah, right, of course you do. It's so easy sometimes when we're in our day-to-day to become confident that our future is bright. Our future is there forever. One of the biggest things keeping people in work is the idea of job security. Now, we all know that's changed over the years it's very unlikely that you are still doing the same job you're doing now than you did when you started working. There may be some who are, but I'm sure there's a lot who aren't. But we are very much creatures of habit. We like to do the same things, and we like to make sure that when we're working, we're doing the same things every day. I mean, sometimes work in in that way is very good. We think it's great. But sometimes there's change that comes along. Or at least we think this change is in our control. Now, when people work in an organisation, we don't usually think day by day, will I have a job tomorrow? Unless you've really messed up and you're waiting for that call from HR. But most of us can with a day-to-day, you have your to-do list, your calendars, and you plough on. You don't think that something is going to go, something is going to change, that curveball is going to fly into your face. But I would be naive. Are we underprepared for what change could happen? The Stoics say that you should start every day with the mantra, "This could be my last." They don't want you to be paralysed with fear of dying. That's not the idea of the mantra. The idea is to live each day as if it was the last. Now again, some people take that to the extremes. Think that they're going to live off the land, sell all the properties, and not plan for the future. It doesn't. It just means that we should be aware that things can change. Now, if I pull this back to a work example, what would happen if you went to work today and was told you were surplus to requirements? You have been displaced. Your future was not with the company. What would you do? What should you do? And what should you do today to prepare for that event? Firstly, you're doing a good job, hopefully. And it's a really nice job that you're doing. You're focused, you're on point, you are the best you can be, you're learning from the podcasts. But things can happen. Seeing all that positive stuff, things can go wrong. Let's look at it another way, from another lens. If you, even though you're enjoying your job and you're really wanting to go places, but let's just say you got a great offer from another company. With a better location, more flexibility, less hours, more money, more holidays, better chance of promotion, better benefits. Would you leave your role? Would you go? I think most of you would say yes. You are as much at work for your needs as the company needs you. And it can be very transactional when you look at it that way. Now, I'm not saying that there is not more to work than the idea of it, money and obviously, promotion. It does boil down to other factors. There is other factors that gets you up and through that door every day. But we sometimes put too much emotional attachment to the work we're doing. And we sometimes need to balance that with the transaction of what it really is. So, back to my scenario you came to work with your diary full, calls all day, plans to do whatever you had to do. And you get the call by your boss or HR, and you're not needed straightforward as that transactional as you like you're not needed anymore what do you do you stood in the car park you think well that's not how i thought today was going to be the first impact we be very similar to the idea if we lose a loved one the idea of bereavement the grief cycle if you like by herbert and rose there's this idea of shock complete and utter shock First thing, you were talking about what you were going to be doing in the next month. The next minute, you haven't got a job. Then there's a denial. This isn't happening to me. This can't be my fault. Then the anger comes through. How can they do this to me after all this service? Then you start to bargain. Well, maybe if I change a bit, they'll keep me. Then there's absolute depression. Oh God, I can't believe it. This is over. What am I going to do? Then there's a bit of reality testing. Okay, it won't be too bad. And of course, at the end, there's an acceptance we all have to. Now, those don't just come in a nice, organised, right? There's going to be five minutes of shock, ten minutes of denial, you know, an hour of anger, four days of bargaining. That's how it works. These cycles can go back and forth. But most time and people will go through this kind of grief cycle. And it's acceptable that that's the norm. Now, if you've been listening to this point in the show, thank you so much. Hope you've learnt a lot. But please, if you can take the time to share this episode with someone who would like it, it really helps the management visibility, and it's something that can really drive forward people's learning and their ability to be better managers. And of course, the big and it's free. Who doesn't like free? Okay, let's get back to this week's show. So, as with bereavement, it's going to be hard. There is going to have to be though a logic somewhere. A window of logic will open up. And as leaders, you will need to step back sometimes and start to think about how you can make this transition from where you are to where you go. I know it's easy for me to say this, you know, but to deal with something in um, a situation like you are, you really need to start looking like you would do if you had a problem at work. You start looking at what's the short term fixes. What do I need to do straight away to sort things out? What's the medium and long term that will follow on from there? Now the short term, it's the nuts and bolts about the exit itself. You know, the things like firstly, what are they offering? So yes, what are you worth? What in regard is the package that they want you to take to leave their organization? In the UK, this will be normally talking around what they call a compromise situation or a compromise deal. Now, let me separate this out. If you are going on a behavior disciplinary situation, then this is not a compromise agreement normally. If you've broken some rules, then it's definitely a different situation than what you're going for. This one is not something that is terminating your appointment straight away. This is a compromise that you are going to get there. So how will you work this out? Um it's easy in some regard to look at how many years you've worked and how much they owe you and what you paid how much enhancement they're going to pay and also asking those questions is it tax free because the taxman always wants his cut secondly in this first stage is around you know what are the timings for you to go if it's going to be with or without notice are you going to be going pretty back to work anymore or is that it has it gone and thirdly what do you What your current benefits end and when do they currently end? So there's things like your car, your phone, your laptop, your personal insurance. All the points from one to three there, you need to remember, are all negotiable. And the big thing is getting yourself, yes, you, the best deal you can negotiate for. So negotiate hard. You're not doing it for your team or the company anymore. At this point, you've got nothing to lose, really. Uh, But as with any negotiation, don't go over the top if you ask him for two years wages to keep the car free medical for the family for the rest of your life you might be a bit far away from the mark but you never know now as it's not disciplinary termination you will have money coming in they won't stop your wage straight away or freeze it not in most cases so there is no massive panic there will that you know, they will want to rush you. The company will want you to sign quickly and move you on. That's how they want to do things. But it's worth getting your house in order, taking independent advice in this point, and just settling in. And um, as 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 with all, there is something that you should always be doing regarding making sure that your finances are balanced. So one of the good exercises that come out of this is, even though you might not be in this situation, is to take a cash flow situation of your household, like you would do in your business, and say. What's coming in? What's going out? What can I reduce? What should I stop in time as things change? Also, what's coming up that might need to be moved out? What have I committed to? Or what have your family committed to? Now, when it comes to the medium and long term, that's the idea of what's next. And again, I would try to take my time at this point. If you have the headspace, take the time to consider your next move. Let the mud settle. Let like you go through that grief and acceptance part in your own time. When, you, when the mud has settled in your own pond, you can then clearly see what your next steps are and start looking in your bag of skills. You've worked for many years. You've been on thousands of training courses and you've learned over the time what you're good at. When are you in flow? What are your strengths? What is your real talent that you bring to an organisation? What do you enjoy doing? What would people pay you to enjoy doing? This is the time to t- stand back and have a look at that. Most of us who've started work at maybe 16 or gone straight out of university into work have not had a break. You've worked all the time. You've had your holidays, but you've never had the time to really sit back. So if you've received a good pay out, then means you can have time, don't jump straight back into the first job that comes along or the same kind of job. It might be time for a change. There will be obviously be demands to pay the bills and keep the lights on. So you may need to look at a bridge job. There's nothing wrong with that. A small job maybe lower down that gives you pay for a couple of months till you decide what you're going to do. And consider your brand. Again, this is something that doesn't have to wait to be triggered by redundancy. Something you should be already all year round looking at. You know, what is my brand? What do I stand for? What are my values? Do I have my CV up to date? What are my contacts I should be keeping up with? Who are my recruiting friends? Who have I linked in on LinkedIn with? Who have I actually got a relationship with that I could lean on and ask their advice? What is my electronic footprint? I know it sounds a bit strange, but the amount of stuff that's on WhatsApp, Facebook, social media, the next employer is going to look at that. So let's make sure that's in a good place. Then it's time to start your search for what your next big thing is going to be. Remember, when things like this happen to you, it's a big thing. It hits you hard and it's gut-wrenching. But you will survive. It will pass. You will be angry. You will be depressed. You will be upset. That's normal. You're human. But in years time, you'll be in a better place. And you'll be better prepared for anything else to come your way. And also, don't forget to take the time talk to your support network and ask for help. This is not something you wanted to happen. This is not something you really saw coming. But if you have prepared and you have a plan, it makes it much more manageable. Well, thanks for listening. And as always, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on the show, both good, bad or indifference. So please send me feedback as it's a gift to managermattpodcast at gmail.com. Answer all the emails myself and would love to engage on new and old topics and obviously if you get a chance to pass this on to as many people as you can please do right well that's it for manager Matt this week thanks for listening and goodbye
0: thank you so much for listening to this manager Map podcast we hope you found it interesting helpful and actionable one last thing